morning. We're holding in Derech Metzasecha, Sheirish Mitzvah Satfila, Daf Kuf Yud Ches, and we are holding Seif Tes. Um, yeah, so he, um, we left off yesterday with the question, after all the explanations, of how the spheres, how when we pray, we're not praying to the, the spheres, the sphere to the attributes, who is praying to Hashem Himself, uh, but we're directing it to the names because uh, it is more likely that the hashpa, the flow of influence of whatever we want, should come through via that attribute. And what we are requ- requesting is we're asking Hashem to, to transmit His shafa, His, his uh, influence. Through the attribute, so that's why we're having in mind the name. But the question that he left off with: um, Why bother with all of that? Hashem knows which attributes he has to be mashbiyah through. Why, why would that even be something that one would try to do? It's like uh, you know, um, it's we are, obviously if Hashem can help us, he, he knows how to help us. So, but on the other hand, we do see from the, as you brought earlier, that it says clearly that the, the Jews are not answered as, as quickly because they don't know how to have in mind the names. So how does that work? So siftas. to understand this, we first have to preface at least briefly. This that we have explained, it has been explained by us, in general, the idea of halal, whether halal, when we say halal, or whether the davening, a lot of the davening is all halal, it's all praise to Hashem. The Bechayra Tamua, at first glance, it seems to be wondrous. Does God really need our praises? Does Hashem really need Shvachim Shalanu? Does Hashem need our praise? That we praise Hashem. Does he really need it? Does it make him feel good? All the inhabitants of the land are considered like naught. To Hashem, everybody is naught. Meaning the worlds are absolutely meaningless. Meaningless, meaningless. They're not even a speck of a speck of a speck. So what kind of, what kind of uh, good feeling can Hashem get when... when uh, creatures of nothingness um, uh, uh, will we, 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 we'll praise him. People like praise, and maybe, and maybe God likes praise as well. Right? He created us in His image. We like praise. Maybe Hashem likes praise also. But the question is, who's praising? You know, if 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 one day you wake up in the morning and you have a whole group of ants that surrounded you and they're all singing your praise, I don't know. It's cute for a moment, but not that it would be too meaningful, and not that you would be hoping that the ants will come back tomorrow to your bed and praise you again, right? So the distance between human beings and ants are not that great in comparison to the distance between Hashem, who is infinite, and a finite world. Uh, we're holding on Sif Why were we commanded to praise, to thank, and to praise? Now there are those who try to explain it. There are those who try to answer this. This idea. 
There are those who say that this is in order in order to purify our nefesh. In other words, it's not needed. Hashem doesn't need it. But it's something and he, he, gets, he, he doesn't get anything out of it. It's only on our side because it causes a certain purification within the human being that a person has that the general nature of a person is to be filled with ego, to be filled with self-importance. When we praise Hashem for every little thing that we have, we recognize that we really don't have anything. And everything that we own and everything that uh, is all blessings from Hashem. So it helps us, right? It helps us recognize our Creator. So that's what he's saying. That we should recognize. And we should know in the good of Hashem. The good of Hashem that is that is that he's that he's giving extra with extra measure on us. And that it is only to Hashem, the only powerful being, the only being who has any power in the world, to change the yesh, to change the something, to whatever he wants, is only Hashem. And therefore we recognize and we pray only to him. And that's how we remain devoted, humble servants of our Creator. And that's why we praise. So the effect is to the person. And, but then the question is, okay, why is, prayer, why is praise then a part of prayer? Why does that, why, why is it, uh, okay, it's, it's an important thing to praise, but why was it integrated as part of the prayer? We see it's mamish as part of davening, because in davening you say a few blessings of praise, then you ask, then you praise again. So there should be specific times for prayer, why, for, for praise. Why is it, prayer is asking and this is praising. Sometimes you have a shaykhs. No connection. So she says, because it is related, and when we purify ourselves and we remove our ego, then we become a vessel, we become a receptacle uh, to receive the good. So that's why it's, it's a prerequisite for prayer to, to purify ourselves so we can be a vessel to receive the good. Nevertheless, the MS in truth. So this is their explanation. So there's nothing to it to Hashem. And therefore praise, in a sense, doesn't have any, the halal and all that has no effect on high. It doesn't, it's literally meaningless up there. But it's only, it's, it's helping in creating the vessel. That's the idea. Im nevertheless, be'emes, in truth, yesh inyan nistar. There is a hidden idea, the kavana muka, a very deep, Intention when we're doing it, and we are of having a very powerful effect on 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 the higher realms as we're pra- as we're praising Hashem. Who and that is Shakvar We have already prefaced earlier and Kalim that the ten attributes. These are vessels Shabahan that with them va'alyadon and through them the ain't sof the infinite one has an effect and affects the world, how does he do it? He does it through the Yesus Spheres. In two, in two things. Lahachiyoyson. To, enliven, uh, um, to enliven them. To keep the world going. To keep it alive. And also noise To build. V'listar. To knock, to knock down. In other words, when there needs to be a special pa'ula in the world that will, grow, that, will, that will cause growth. A new city needs to be built. A new... 
So who do you think? Where's it coming from? It's Hashem is mashpia, the ideas, the, 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 the uh, Hashem gives extra resources for this particular thing. Of course, humans are doing it, but even, I mean, learning in the, the other day in Tanya, that every thought that comes to a person, even the initial, any thought that enters a person's mind is really sparked through channels from above. We have the choice where to receive the channels, but definitely when a project is done in the world, it's coming through, it's coming from above. So he's saying livnois, to add added um, building, will listar, and at certain times there is a need that something should be destroyed, like by the Dor HaFlogo, when Hashem knocked down the building, or in other times. So that too, again, where is it coming from? From the attribute of Gevura. It's from Hashem through the attribute of Gevura. Laharos, to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to destroy, I guess, Ulentoya, or to plant. And without the medium of the spheres, then the, it would, would be, wouldn't be possible for the worlds to be able to contain and to receive directly from the infinite one himself. That they would not become nullified out of existence. Because if the light, if the energy, if the influence, even though the influence is coming from Hashem, but if the influence would come from Hashem directly without the medium of the Asaspheris, then the world would not be capable of receiving it. It would, it would nullify us completely. It would overwhelm us. As he explains in Tanya, in the Chayla called the Geres HaKodesh. And the Pasek Vayilbash Tzedakah Kishayin. Omnam, however. Good, so we know we need the Asaspheris. It is also known, that in truth, in comparison to the essence of the Ein Sof, which means to Hashem Himself, as He transcends, as He transcends the Sviris, Hayut Sviris Betelin Mamish, the Yud Sviris, all the ten attributes, as superhumongous as they are. Page two thirty six, we just turned over the page, um, right the top line. Hayut Sviris, the ten Sviris, Betelin Mamish, are literally nullified compared to Hashem. They are nullified. When we say they're nullified, they are literally nothing. They're as if they don't exist. That's how nothing they are. Even the first of the attributes, which is so magnificent, right? which is the first of all the ten attributes, is compared, is considered by Hashem, like physical matter, like a physical action. So to Hashem, it doesn't make any difference as he's activating his light through Chachma as if he would be channeling his, his energy into a physical act. Now, Chachma, we're talking about the supernal Chachma Vatsilas. Yet, in comparison to the Ein Sof, it's both equal, because it doesn't, it doesn't have any, any superiority, it isn't any closer to him. And just like we understand that a physical act, in compared to the Ein Sof, is, at, is nothing, so therefore, also the biggest uh, illumination of Chachma is also nothing. Literally the same. So it's literally that way in comparison to the Ein Sof. And therefore, So in order for the enclosement of the Ein Sof, in order for Hashem to vest Himself into the Ten Attributes, in order to have an effect through them, in the world, so this is a very, very b- great belittling of Hashem. Hashem has to 
uh, uh, belittle himself, lower himself down tremendously, because it meaning he has to he, he's enclosing himself in something that is nothing to him. It can know then it is as no mamasha pidish and as it is known from the pirish of the Rava Magid, the Mizricha Magid, the chief disciple of the Balshem the Rebbe of the Al, a pasuk maimer is all, and a pasuk maimer is all. So the Chazal said like this, in the place of Hashem's greatness, over there you find Hashem's humility. Simply, how do we understand that? That wherever we find in the Chumash a statement that Hashem is Gadol, that Hashem is great, side by side you'll find in that Pasuk some indication on Hashem's humility. Because Hashem's greatness and His humility come together. Now, they're opposite traits. Greatness is is uh, exaltation. Humility is lowering. And Hashem, it works together. He is, at this very same time, very great, but at the very same time, very humble and cares for every, for all the little and minute things in the creation. That is the simple meaning. But the Magid gives another pshat, that the enclosing of Hashem in the attribute of greatness which is Husvira Chesed Elyon, which is the sphere of which which sphere, which attribute is called Gedula? Gedula is Chesed. We say Hakel Hagadol Hagibor. So Gadol is contrasting Gibor. Gibor is Gevura. Gadol is Chesed. So um, when it says B'makayim Gedula, it means the enclosing of Hashem into a place in which we can see Him as great. Because what's Hashem's greatness? The fact that He created. Endless, the endless universe. And that's with his greatness. But that's only his displayed greatness. That's his perceivable greatness. His true greatness is unfathomable. No one knows it. As we say, his true, true greatness is not in the creation of the world. God doesn't have the world in his resume even, that he created the world. Because there's nothing to, there's nothing to, to, to boast himself with the creation of the world. Quite on the contrary, he had to elim- completely eliminate his light to create the world. So therefore, the greatness called Midas HaChesed, which is the expansion of Hashem's light in creation, Hashem's ability to create infinitely, which is, that's the power of Gedullah, that itself is humility from, for Hashem. He has to completely remove himself of who he is, lower himself down endlessly to be great. So it's not two separate things. There is Gedullah, and there is another. And the two things come together. The gedula itself, the greatness itself, that's the humility. He's humble in order to be great. So as he says, to enliven worlds, to enliven literally endless worlds. That itself is his humility. That he, clothed, that he lowers himself so much, to enclose himself in this midah, the kaloch hashiva mamish kameh, that is literally considered not before Hashem. stated elsewhere, this is the meaning of the Pasuk. who is like God, our God, who is sitting so high, he is so elevated, that for him, it's a, it's, he has to lower himself down to, to see, to watch over, to gaze, not only is it for Hashem a humility to come down to look at Oretz, 
to the earth, but for him even to look and even to, 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 to involve himself with what's happening in Shamayim. And when we say Shamayim, we mean endless Shamayim. No matter which level Shamayim, higher and higher and even higher, all the way to the world of Atsilus that's called Shamayim, and to the Esospheres, and they as well is Mashpili. It's a Hashpal, it's a lowering, equal, Mamish, to Hashem lowering himself down to care about the little little insects or what's happening somewhere in the in a, in a little anthole. In the same way, it is that hashpola. that the who kol kach, the is so exalted in the heavens. This that Hashem enclosed himself in heaven. These are the supernal worlds. And the Yud Sviris, the ten attributes of Ati, which is the Pneumius of the Shamayim, that too is included. That is literally a humility, a lowering by Hashem. In the same way that it is a lowering for him to enclose himself in a stone. Because the Hashem as he truly is, they are literally, he says it's not just, you know, a nice thing to say. It's literally, and a grain of sand is equal to him. So therefore, he says it's a quite difficult thing for him to do. It's difficult meaning it's unlikely for it to happen. It requires some stimulation for this to happen. Because why should he do it? So, but the problem is, if he doesn't do it, there's no communication between Hashem and the world. And if there's no communication, because the light needs to be funneled, through this funnel. Because if the light, if the water is going to come not through the funnel, it's going to swamp the cup. It's going to destroy it. So it has to come through the funnel. But the problem is, there's, there's, it's, 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 it's a belittling. It's very lowly for him to come through such a funnel. So in the six days of creation, this illumination happened on its own, and from within itself. And Hashem contracted his light, his lavish to enclose himself in the Yud Sviris. He did it on his own, on his own volition. Because he did it as an act of kindness. No one provoked him to do it. And even afterwards, now as well, there's a certain amount of that transmission that happens automatically. It doesn't require any work from below. There is some basic, basic radiance that comes from Hashem into the Esospheres. That trickle never stops. That's to keep the basic structure of the world alive. But in order to add vitality and, and extra energy and extra um, 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 involvement of Hashem in the world, that requires what we call tosephes, added light, added bracha. That requires our, our, we have to coax him into it. We have to excite him into it. And how do we do that? That is to, generally through all the Torah mitzvahs, but it, to a great degree, he says that's the hallel, that's the praise. We're praising him. When we praise him with those talents of chachma chesed, even though from his perspective it's not much of a talent, but the fact that to us it's a big deal and we make a big deal and we say, you're so kind and you take care of so and so and so and you create all these billions of angels and they all sing to you, whatever it is, that causes the flow. It makes these, this minute creation magnified. It makes it important. And it causes that hamshach. As he says, he says, There is a constant flow in the secret of shoresh, 
which means in the element of shoresh. Shoresh means a root that never stops. That's where Hashem promised Noach that the world will never cease, that the world will keep on going. That means even if mankind is corrupt and there's no one to deserve life, he keeps it going. Um, there is a certain measure, as we said, that is not dependent in the work of the, of the, of the, lower, of the lower worlds. However, this ray is only very, very tzimtzum, very, very constricted. The ikker ha'oyer are very limited. The ikker ha'oyer and the main light, nimshach ayyadei ma'isatachtoinim, is drawn down through the work of the lower creations, which is the, the lower, which is human beings, beside teisus. And what we call teisefes, the addition that we add, and what we do by davening and every day, we're adding extra abundant, extra energy into the creation. And this is based on what we said earlier. Since in truth, is a very great diminishment. And this is the idea of Halil, of the praise. Through this, that we praise in front of Hashem, His pu'ula, His doing. Is that which He is affecting through the attributes. Like we praise Hashem's chesed. And we speak about how Hashem's kind is chesed, and how he does this, and how he does that. And then we praise Hashem's gevura, and we praise Hashem's wisdom. Through this, Hashem is drawn, and he illuminates into the Yitzviris. So our praise does have a huge effect above. In, 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 the, in the channeling of Hashem's light to the world. This is the side, is the secret of what we call Haman. Man over here stands for the abbreviation of Mayanukvan, feminine waters, which means anything coming from the Makabal, any stimulation coming from the recipient, in order to be more the Mashbiya to give, Hamam Shechmad, that draws down masculine waters. Masculine waters is Hashem's investment as a result of our. Of our uh, of our evoking from below. Like the example of a wise man. When, he, when people praise him, that he is smart or that he is wise, that itself awakens that power within him, his kayach of wisdom. As explained in the mitzvah of Halel, in Derech Mitzvah where he explains this at great length. And that's why it's very, very amazing. The word halal, which means praise, also has another meaning to it. The word halal also means to illuminate. As it says, to shine light. Bihiloi neri, when his light will shine. Hiloi is luminance, radiance. Because what does halal, so one of them is what, the first pirish of halal is to praise. That's coming from us. And what is the, what is the effect of halal? It's causing the illumination. Because without the halal, Hashem remains within himself. He remains in his private realm up there in that very, very, very godly state. In order for him to reveal himself to the creations requires the spheres, involvement of the spheres, which require the praise to, 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 to evoke that. is also from a way of that he shines his lamp. And the same is also so just like, he's now he's compared. Just like that theme and that idea in regards to the general praise that we praise Hashem, in order to evoke the, cha- the channeling of energy into the spheres, the same is also, we're going to now explain, 
the kavana, the intention of why we should have kavana in the various different names, which sphere, because that helps and assists in this, in this drawing forth of Hashem's energy into that particular sphere, that which it activates the sphere, so to speak, in, in, in that particular attribute that we need at that moment. B'shem, the Kavana B'shem, the intentions that we're supposed to have in the names. We're asking for Hashem that He should give us wisdom. It needs to come through the attribute of Chachma. And so tomorrow we're asking for, for health or for healing. And that is drawn forth through the attribute of Teferes. We first have to draw down his slapshus oirin soiv, the enclosement of the oirin soiv, bechachma into chachma, with teferes and into teferes canal. And how is that? Through this, that we praise in front of him. Indian his slapshus soiv, the idea of Hashem's investment, bechachma ube teferes, into chachma and into teferes. When we praise that pu'ula, saying that you're so wise or you're so beautiful, that he affects through them. We're saying how Hashem does incredible pu'ulas, incredible things, and we're impressed by the pu'ulas that he does in the world. Like we say, you give people knowledge, you bestow knowledge. Because you are a, 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 a trustworthy healer. That's what we're, we're praising as part of the blessing. This causes the Oyrin Saif to enclose itself in that channel. That's why we need to have intention in that name. Because through it, Hashem encloses himself in that sphere. Easier because you're, you're pulling on that sphere. So you're tugging on it, so to speak. And from now, the question that we had from the Ravash, who is Baruch Yodeya? Hashem knows Why do we have to tell him which way to do it? Hashem knows already how to do it. That's definitely those words are true. Nevertheless, we have intentions in the name. It is better. Tuva, much better. Because this is the way to draw down the into that sphere. That is designated to that pu'ula, to that effect that we want then. That in general is being caused through the hilul. See, the hilul and the praise is a general thing. But then we're specifying it to one particular attribute so that the, it helps in the, in the, in the, in the revealing that. In, again, all this because it's so difficult for the light to contract itself. Because it is a, a very great hashpalo. And through the intention and the praise of the blessing, the oirin soif is drawn into that attribute, and with it, and through it, so the, the pakasha is going to be done, it's going to be a, it's going to happen, in the person's request. And based on the above mentioned, Yatsalana will come out for us. Be your nechmod, a very um, uh, pleasant, a beer explanation. In in the supernal un- unifications, in 
the second parak, he mentions the various different Yehudim that happened by Shmona Esrei, or by Kriyashma. By Kriyashma, he says, we're bringing about a Yehud of Abba Ve'ima, of Chachma and Pina, father and mother, and by uh, Shmona Esrei, we bring about a Yehud of the latter six emotional attributes with Malchus. It is known, if anybody opens up the writings, the, the Sifrei, the Svarim of the Mukubalim of the Kabbalists, whether you're looking in the Pardes, in the book called the Pardes, which is from Ramosha Kadove the Ramak, if you're looking into any of the Ksavim of the Arizal, and over there it's going to be very clear, that our, our main striving, in Torah Mitzvahs, and when we're saying Krishma, or in prayer, it's all about to cause mystical unifications. Supernal unifications. Either Yichud Zun, either we're causing through this particular mitzvah, this blessing, a Yichud, a unification between the, uh, the Zuchra, the Nukva, the, the, the masculine and, and, and feminine sphere of Zah and Malchus, or Abba Ve'ima, or we're causing a Yichud between Father, between Chachmebin. And that itself is divided into so many different qualities and different different levels, gradations, of what type of Yichud. And in accordance to the quality or the substance of these Yehudim, and that's how if you, when you look into the writings of the Rizal, it explains what is special about Rish Chodesh, and what is special about this Yant. And the Rizal is busy telling you how, and that's what whole Priyat Chaim is all about, how on this day, this Yichud happens, and on this day, this Yichud happens. And when you're saying Kiddush, it increases the Yichud in this way and in that way, and every day has different spiritual qualities based on the Yehudim that are taking place on that day. And that is the quality of the day. The Shabbos, the unification is in this manner. It's in another way. So it is a Rish Chodesh. He says at first glance, it seems not to be understood. Why are we making such a tumlet? In regards to these Yehudim, that is, it is known that the entire progression of chain like progression of worlds is drawn from the infinite one blessed Al That the entire progression or the line of, of spheres, what? Oh, yeah. oh, you're right, yeah. That the whole Ishtashlis of the worlds. Is only like one drop of the ocean, one drop in the Atlantic. The entire, the entire, the, the whole, the whole spectrum of worlds with all the spheres and all the, it's all compared to Hashem. It's not. He it, it says, it's, a, it's, it's like a drop compared to the ocean. And even what's called the level called Adam Kadmon. Supernal man, which is the first, first, first parts of after the Tzimtzum Arishan. It's the first overview of everything that is going to be in the entire Seder Ishtar Which we understand that Adam Kadman, as he's going to explain soon, it, 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 it's much, 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 much loftier than Atsilus is to us, and the distance between us and Atsilus with you. Which is the beginning of all worlds, and their general power. It is drawn from the Oyrein Saif himself, through a powerful Tzimtzum. What kind of Tzimtzum? To the point that Hashem had to first completely remove all of his light. 
In other words, he couldn't even leave over, even over, leave, leave over even a tiny trace. He had to remove everything, as it says in the Ari, right? From the, that's the idea of the, the place, the, the, the vacancy, the empty space that Hashem created, the big black hole in which he created the world, as explained, which precedes even Adam Kadman. The, the, the light completely departed. Vinishanan remained Rakrishima. Only a trace was left. Meaning a trace over here is like when you erase a a, uh, a, a a writing with pencil or something. You erase it. You see maybe a little bit of the osios that were once there, but there's no there's no there's nothing really of, of the previous substance that's left over. And from that trace. He shoirish dishoirish is a root for the root. Meaning it's not even the cause of Adam Kadvan. It's a cause of a cause. The coming of the being, what's called uh, Adam Kadman, um, primordial man. And afterwards, that Adam Kadman itself has goes through a powerful tzimtzum. And through the tzimtzum that there is an Adam Kadman, came into being the worlds that are lower than, than Adam Kadman. And afterwards, yesh When we say the worlds that are after uh, Adam Kadman, we mean what's called nekudim or brudim, uh, the worlds of of of, of uh, keser, atik atik arich, all those things that all afterwards, and through many tzimtzumim. There is many more progressions. until we come down to Abba ve'im until we come down. Uh, so it's almost like, you know, like, you, you, like to us, the sun is like huge. Everything evolves around the solar system. But the solar system is only one tiny little speck in the galaxy. And then the galaxy is only one galaxy in a universe that has <laughs> billions of galaxies. So in, when, when you're in here, this is like the great Mahar of the sun. So in, in our little world, Atsilus is so, so magnificent. But compared to the, to the, to the greater... Uh, supernal universe that Silas is after all it's a little speck of a speck the im came over and hate if it's understood it has no comparison at all to the ten attributes of a Silas that's called Abba the Ima Oizun or Zuchra Venikra Lagaba Erinsof Baruch Hu compared to the Insof the Yoyser Memash Eina Roicha Tipe Echad Lagaba Yam it's even more meaningless than one drop to the ocean imagine what one drop is one little drop, a little spray, as you're going in a boat, a motorboat, and a little spray lands on your nose, how tiny that spray is, in compared to the vast, endless ocean. So what is the value of that one? Nothing. So he says, but that, that one little speck of water is more meaningful to the ocean than Atsilus is to the Oering Because after everything is said and done, the ocean is made up of a trillion, zillion, a gazillion such drops. So the drop has some value. But Atsilus... Oirin Saif is not made up of a trillion atziluses. It's of a complete different thing. So therefore, and you can even estimate how many drops there are. Don't have any erich at all. And if so, his question is, why are we so busy with these yechudim? Who cares about these yechudim? This is, this is unifying with this. If, shouldn't our, all of our aspirations be to get to the Oirin Saif? Hashem was the, the, the source of everything. And this will be as Hashem continue till tomorrow. I left you with the questions so that everybody comes back tomorrow.